0: April 10th, as we read in the New Testament today, we'll be narrating from the final part of Luke 13, going into chapter 14. It talks about opportunity. You know, God's kingdom is at work in this world, but many people fail to take advantage of their opportunities. You know, God feeds the birds of the air, but He doesn't pry open their beaks and stuff the food in. No, there is opportunity there. Many people fail to take advantage Instead of entering the kingdom, some people just spend their lives opinionating and asking a lot of questions about it, going nowhere, spinning uh, spinning their wheels. You see, salvation is not a theory to discuss. It's a miracle to experience. I mean, no wonder Jesus wept when he saw the sinners uh, passing by all those opportunities to be saved. Don't wait for opportunities to come. They're already here. Luke uh, chapter 14 asks the question, Do I exploit people? When we eat together, it should be a time of loving fellowship and joyful gratitude to God. But the Pharisees turned tables into traps and exploited people. They used a man with a handicapping condition and trying to capture Jesus, trying to catch Jesus, trying to trick him. And they went to feasts only to receive honors. And they invited uh, to their feasts only people who would return the favor. Hospitality is ministry only if our motive is to help others and glorify God. And with that, let's begin today's reading in the New Testament. April 10th, Luke chapter 13, verse 22, through chapter 14, verse 6. Jesus went through the towns and villages, teaching as he went, always pressing on toward Jerusalem. Someone asked him, Lord, will only a few be saved? He replied, The door to heaven is narrow. Work hard to get in, because many will try to enter, but when the head of the house has locked the door, it will be too late. Then you will stand outside knocking and pleading, Lord, open the door for us. But he will reply, I do not know you, you will say, But we ate and drank with you, and you taught in our streets. And he will reply, I tell you I don't know you. Go away, all you who do evil. And there will be great weeping and gnashing of teeth, for you will see Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and all the prophets within the kingdom of God, but you will be thrown out. Then people will come from all over the world to take their places in the kingdom of God. And note this, some who are despised now will be greatly honored then, and some who are greatly honored now will be despised then. A few minutes later, some Pharisees said to him, Get out of here if you want to live, because Herod Antipas wants to kill you. Jesus replied, Go tell that fox that I will keep on casting out demons and doing miracles of healing today and tomorrow, and the third day I will accomplish my purpose." Yes, today, tomorrow, and the next day, I must proceed on my way. For it wouldn't do for a prophet of God to be killed except in Jerusalem. Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the city that kills the prophets and stones God's messengers. How often I have wanted to gather your children together as a hen protects her chicks beneath her wings. But you wouldn't let me. And now look, your house is left to you empty. AND YOU WILL NEVER SEE ME AGAIN UNTIL YOU SAY, BLESS THE ONE WHO COMES IN THE NAME OF THE LORD. ONE SABBATH DAY, JESUS WAS IN THE HOME OF A LEADER OF THE PHARISEES. THE PEOPLE WERE WATCHING HIM CLOSELY, BECAUSE THERE WAS A MAN THERE WHOSE ARMS AND LEGS WERE swollen. JESUS ASKED THE PHARISEES AND EXPERTS IN RELIGIOUS LAW, WELL, IS IT PERMITTED IN THE LAW TO HEAL PEOPLE ON THE SABBATH DAY OR NOT? when they refused to answer. Jesus touched the sick man and healed him and sent him away. Then he turned to them and asked, Which of you doesn't work on the Sabbath? If your son or your cow falls into a pit, don't you proceed at once to get him out? Again, they had no answer.
1: When peace it's like a river attendeth my way when so.
0: reading today in psalm 79 once again asaph is lamenting the invasion of the enemy he had several concerns he was concerned for god's inheritance the temple was defiled the city destroyed and the people slain god permitted these things to happen to his inheritance but god would rather destroy his inheritance than allow his people to sin and rebel and asaph was concerned about god's name what will the heathen nations say about Israel and Israel's God? The corpses and ruins bore witness to something that the world needed to know God is holy and does not tolerate disobedience. He has sworn to punish and judge all sin. Asaph confessed the sins of the nation and asked God to honor his name before the nations. Psalm 79, verses 1 through 13. A PSALM OF Asaph. O GOD, PAGAN NATIONS, HAVE CONQUERED YOUR LAND, YOUR SPECIAL POSSESSION. THEY HAVE DEFILED YOUR HOLY TEMPLE, AND MADE JERUSALEM A HEAP OF RUINS. THEY HAVE LEFT THE BODIES OF YOUR SERVANTS AS FOOD FOR THE BIRDS OF HEAVEN. THE FLESH OF YOUR GODLY ONES HAS BECOME FOOD FOR THE WILD ANIMALS. BLOOD HAS FLOWED LIKE WATER ALL AROUND JERUSALEM. NO ONE IS LEFT TO BURY THE DEAD. We are mocked by our neighbors, an object of scorn and derision to those around us. O Lord, how long will you be angry with us? Forever? How long will your jealousy burn like fire? Pour out your wrath on the nations that refuse to recognize you, on kingdoms that do not call upon your name. For they have devoured your people Israel, making the land a desolate wilderness, O, do not hold us guilty for our former sins. Let your tender-hearted mercies quickly meet our needs, for we are brought low to the dust. Help us, O God of our salvation. Help us for the honor of your name. O, save us and forgive our sins for the sake of your name. Why should pagan nations be allowed to scoff, asking, Where is their God? Show us your vengeance against the nations. For they have spilled the blood of your servants. Listen to the moaning of the prisoners. Demonstrate your great power by saving those condemned to die. O oh Lord, take sevenfold vengeance on our neighbors for the scorn they have hurled at you. Then we, your people, the sheep of your pasture, will thank you forever and ever, praising your greatness from generation to generation. Proverbs chapter twelve verse 26. The godly give good advice to their friends. The wicked lead them astray.